Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're taking a closer look at the impact of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria. We've all seen the images of collapsed buildings, of piles of rubble. The impact on those whose lives were lost and for those whose lives were disrupted is staggering. We're now hearing reports of developers being arrested. Let's be clear, this was a powerful earthquake. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake is 10 times more powerful than the 6.9 magnitude earthquake that hit San Francisco in 1989. I remember that earthquake very well. 63 people died in that quake, many of them related to the collapse of the Bay Bridge. Now, in Turkey and Syria, the death toll continues to rise, and it's expected to top the already staggering number of 47,000 people who are estimated to have died. Some 13.5 million people in Turkey live in the 11 quake-hit provinces. Authorities have said that more than 139,000 buildings were either destroyed or so severely damaged they'll need to be torn down. We've got 865,000 people living in tents as of Tuesday, some 270 tent cities have been set up all over these affected provinces. Now, when you look at the images of these collapsed buildings, you can tell that some of them are just bricks. They were made of just bricks. In many of the images, it was clear that there was very little or no structural components, no steel to reinforce the concrete, and many of the disaster responders have said that there is simply no iron or steel to reinforce it, or in cases where there is steel, the diameter of the iron that was used was too small to be effective. So there's an issue on the quality of the building components used. That quality is below what's required by law, and these codes were supposed to be put in place to ensure that earthquake-prone regions, those buildings, could stand up to this kind of an event. There have been allegations of corruption. Some building inspectors would be bribed to look the other way when it comes to performing building inspections. Officials in Turkey say that they have 113 arrest warrants issued in connection with the construction of the buildings, and so far they've taken 12 people into custody, including some building contractors. There's numerous Twitter feeds out there providing detailed accounts of what's happening on the ground in Turkey, including the most recent aftershock, which measured 6.3 on the Richter scale. And what's shocking is that many of the collapsed buildings were modern buildings constructed in the last year. These buildings were supposed to be designed to withstand tremors of this type, Many of the buildings that failed had a commercial ground floor and residential floors above. One Israeli engineer pointed out that the commercial space in one building had structural columns but lacked shear walls. The floors above transferred the load of the vibration from the quake, but the ground floor columns failed. That ultimately caused the ground floor of the building to collapse, and then eventually the remainder of the building collapsed on top of the ground floor. Shear walls affect the ability to decorate a commercial space, so they seem to have been omitted or scaled back in a lot of cases. But it's these shear walls that add a lot of strength to the buildings. There's many images of buildings still largely intact, but they've become dislodged from their foundations and they're leaning on their side or maybe on a neighboring building. This was a very severe earthquake. Even the most recent aftershock would qualify as a severe earthquake. The investigations are going to take months to complete, and some collapsed buildings that are missing structural components will be easier to investigate. But the problems appear to be more systemic than that. In 2007, the government passed new regulations aimed at cleaning up the construction sector, seeking to make new buildings earthquake-proof and shore up the old ones. The planning rules have been further tightened since then, most recently in 2018, requiring more steel columns and beams to absorb the impact of earthquakes. But during that same year, the government issued an amnesty for existing buildings that had broken the rules for a fee. More than 10 million people applied, netting the state more than $3 billion in registration fees. 
more than half of Turkey's 13 million buildings contravene the regulations according to official data, and it's made the amnesty popular among property owners, as well as a lucrative source of government revenue. Another amnesty was proposed last year and was making its way through Parliament, despite criticism even before the latest quake. At the end of the day, the laws of physics don't care whether you've paid a fee to the government to gain an exemption from structural violations. The building will either stand or fall based on the strength of the building. Turkey is one of the most active seismic zones in the world, and it's got a history of severe earthquakes. Buildings simply need to be designed to handle these events. Closer to the epicenter, a crack in the Earth's crust about 200 miles or 300 kilometers in length opened up that I can only describe as a canyon, the width and depth of a football field. The forces involved are impressive to move the Earth's surface such a large distance in a matter of seconds. Even in my home city of Ottawa, Canada, we've been known to experience mild earthquakes. While our most severe earthquakes are only in the range of a magnitude 5, we still have to design our buildings to withstand earthquakes as well. As you're building your structures, you need to ask your structural engineers about meeting seismic requirements and make sure those specifications are part of your engineering engagement. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.